Welcome to season two of Bourbon and Grass, a nonsensical podcast with Ryan and Mike. How are we on batteries? Ryan. Oh shit. Mike. <laughs> Welcome to Bourbon and Grass, a nonsensical podcast. Inaugural episode 025. Quarter of a century, baby. Quarter of a century, and I'm going to let you know where we're going to have batteries. Okay, good. I just put fresh recharged <laughs> batteries in, so that's not a concern that you had after I hit the record button. <laughs> so I think it's safe I to say. We're a little off today. Yeah. We're extremely off today. Yeah. Both of us had to take naps today yep. because yep. of fucked up sleep yep. for various reasons. Um, today's a very special episode. Which, us growing up in the 90s, a very special episode on TV usually meant, like, Urkel got suspended from school because he brought a pipe bomb, or Kelly Kapowski got hepatitis from her drug dealer, so we are having a special episode for a different reason, because it is 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Not 1 o'clock in the morning. Right. So this is the daytime version of Bourbon and Grass, a nonsensical podcast. Yeah, learn for a treat. Uh, this is a whole different side that they've never even seen before. I almost feel like we should have go like NPR with it. <laughs> like we talk like very like stoic yeah. and straight and like yeah. this. Today in Grand Lodge. <laughs> yeah. Or just straight up talk about gardening. <laughs> like the perennial season is going to be upon us soon, right? How's it, your... it was the first day of spring, what, yesterday? Was it? I think so. Okay. I, I wore shorts because I wear shorts all the time, every I time. I've seen you in shorts all winter. I've snowboarded in shorts before. Mm. And like every fucking old person I saw at stores yesterday was like, oh, you're, you're really, it was like cold and windy yesterday. Like, oh, you're really celebrating the first day of spring. I'm like, I fucking wear the shorts all the time, Grandma. Thanks, yeah. though. <laughs> yes, thanks for checking in. Thanks. On me. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate, I absolutely hate when random ass people talk to me in public. Yeah. Like, like I don't care about your comments. I, I don't give a shit that you fucking think it's, cool weird or um, fucking odd that i'm wearing shorts you know it's yeah my, my body or at least you got out of the basement away from your nintendo okay thanks thanks a lot yeah so if you fucking see me in public if you don't know me just don't talk to me <laughs> yeah which is really becoming a problem lately this podcast taking off oh yeah like, people just recognize their voices yeah i'm, I, che- I'm checking out at Meyer and wait you're the voice of uh of ryan on, on bourbon grass aren't you yeah yes i am yep Last time I tried to go get curry, there's a poster of us up in the shop. Hey, thank God for that Instagram outreach. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, India, for your continued support. <laughs> it's been great. Now that they're getting into the, the brick financial system, we're going to have to start changing the financial backing of the show. <laughs> you know, we're going to have to move from the American dollar to the, I don't know what's carrying the brick right now. Well, our show almost ended. The end? Because we were so fucking uh, stockpiled in SVB. Uh, that's where all our assets were being held. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, whew, we had a scary couple weekends ago. Yeah, they funded both the satellite and satellite, mm-hmm. or the studio and satellite studio. Yep. All the vehicles. All the vehicles. I thought I was going to have to Tony those M. <laughs> His whole pension. Gone. <laughs> Tony M's been on a bit of a leave of absence. Yeah. We weren't getting along very well. He's still getting paid, though. Yeah, I don't know how that works. You'll have to figure out when we're going to bring him yep. back, if we're going to bring him back. Should have paid attention to those contracts that we signed. <laughs> Uh, peek behind the curtain. I don't really have anything going on. I'm sick. All right. So there you go. That's why I sound even better than usual. Probably. <laughs> You're very, very monotone and sexual. Yeah. I'm not my usual exuberant, enthusiastic <laughs> self. 
Uh, what was our last? I haven't heard anything from Wildcard. Oh, um, we did get. Oh yeah, I thought you said you had some emails you wanted to read on the show. Yeah, John, John, the Patreon is always good for some um, letting us know what he thinks about stuff. Joey Meatballs has been radio silent. Yeah, what's his problem? I don't fucking know. So I created us a Reddit account. Okay. Because there's a bunch of like podcast Reddits. Yeah. Subreddits. And um, I don't know what I did. <laughs> okay. But I'm getting all these emails now from Reddit. Okay. About like posts. Like every time somebody makes a new post and like certain subreddits. Oh, because you probably join subreddits an and have your notifications on. Yeah. And I don't remember having to shut that off previously so okay. now i don't know where to do it at so every time i go to our email now it's like you have 56 i'm like holy shit people are finally so oh just read it <laughs> yeah you can mute the subreddits yeah i gotta figure out how to do that uh john john patreon the uh, goats of south park uh i brought my wife in, and i haven't read this yet okay so oh, you've literally for one john for the show. sorry yeah but i like to read these live on air so my wife and i were watching uh uh, South Park episode, and yeah. we, we were so disagreeing on it, we're now getting a divorce. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. The... <laughs> there we go. Oh, well. <laughs> Which I, should, I like his wife, so I guess I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> All right, so uh, I bought my wife. I brought... God, I'm fucking it up already. I brought my wife into the South Park goat discussion, and she chose World of Warcraft, and I chose the return of the Fellowship to the Two Towers. Because I'm the Lord of the Rings nerd. He even put L-O-T-R, and I knew what that meant. Ryan, make that happy for you. Good job. Our honorable mentions include overlogging and the episode where Mr. Garrison hides in a cave over his sexuality. Always bring in the thought-provoking content. Signed, John. I love it. John, John the Patreon. And I think his, I'm taking absolutely taking his wife's side on this one. The World of Warcraft episode. Eh, fucking absolutely in the discussion for, for the GOAT. Yeah, that was pretty phenomenal how it's they it's so it. good and yeah. it, if you played world of warcraft it's extremely like they fucking i mean that's what world of warcraft is to an extent yeah but like the the terms that they used the fucking the graphics was straight up the game right so there was some very good like realism in that show <laughs> when yeah you do have this fat motherfucker who's just a piece of shit in real life just it's called griefing uh-huh. um and they're just fucking with you man like, yeah just for no not, reason it, and just getting no joy out of yep. it either. Like, his guy was just always just... And then, like, the longer they went to level their characters, like, the more acne and fat that they get. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Cartman shitting in a bucket. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah, so I would absolutely agree with that one. The Lord of the Rings stuff is, is good, too, but World of Warcraft is absolutely up there. So well done. I have to throw in their overlogging. The one where, like, Wi-Fi started going out, yeah. so they all went out west. Oh, we heard there's Wi-Fi out yonder. Well, fucking Stan's dad just splooched. So when, <laughs> when they walked in, and they're like, what is this? He's like, oh, it's echoplasm. There's a, a spooky ghost. I say spooky ghost so much because of that. Like, is everything that you, is... Every time you refer to semen, it's just spooky ghost, echoplasm? Yeah. It's cool. But yeah, no, like, I'll, I love it, because everybody's like, what was that noise? Oh, spooky ghost. <laughs> like, I just... Fucking spooky ghost is hilarious to me. Well, I, I honestly think it, it's just, it's it's so subtle and dumb. My favorite part of that entire fucking uh, episode, because that was more than one episode, right? I think it was a couple, at least two. Okay. Um, I don't remember, but it, it could Anyway, it's, uh, it's it's the fix. How mm-hmm. He just walks up, unplugs it, plugs it back in. The giant the, the fucking, Linksys yep, router, the, the blue router. one. Yeah. Uh, that's all it took, and yep. it fucking fixed. Like, yeah. <laughs> just so subtle so good and yep. it is i mean anytime i'm a fucking internet's being stupid you go you just reset your modem and it works yeah. like whatever you have no idea 
what happened, why it happened. You just fucking unplug it, count to five. That's what I do. Plug it back in. Yep. Done. Have you ever called customer support? Oh, it mi- doesn't start with a million times. Have you unplugged? Okay, it? you know what I want you to do is go over there, unplug it. Yeah. Like, do you really think I'm at this point? I'm calling you, and I haven't tried this. Yeah. Have Are you, you f- told them that though? Like, have you said, "Oh yeah, I've already." unplugged it and they're like well we're gonna have you do it again yes like, do so, you think i'm lying well, no. like i want to fix this shit you know i do i say okay i don't move from my seat yeah. i say all right it's unplugged okay i plugged it back in <laughs> do you do the <laughs> walk it over there <laughs> i don't do sound effects let me skip nope i just say that i'm doing it as i fucking sit continuing to do whatever i was doing yeah. previously to calling them watching the little circle twirl on your tv because <laughs> you were trying to watch something you're just like yeah i'm walking over there right now Dude, Comcast, uh, this is off topic, but Comcast, like, I don't know what the fucking problem is, but a lot of times I'll get up in the morning, I'll go turn it on, and, like, my box, like, just won't work, and I'll have to go over and, like, unplug and restart the box. Really? Like, nothing happened between the hours of 11 p.m. and 7 a.m., but... That's, that's the problem. Nothing happened. No, maybe that's they it. got fucking sleepy. It's like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. So did they, I assume, going back to that email, they appreciated the South Park dialogue? Yeah, it sounds like it. It sounds Good. like they appreciated continually everything. The GOAT episode, South Park Dialogue. So, well, yeah. Thank you for uh, for the input. Those are the kind of emails I love when yeah. they interact with the show. Yeah, the emails are wonderful. You know, I keep saying people should send us emails. Get them to do that. That'd be pretty sweet. But <laughs> he's just throwing it out there. <laughs> But yeah, no, Patreons are still doing good. We still have Blade Runner and Slammy Stan the Dramboni Driver, which we were just discussing Nap. discussing today. I think I think we kind of yep. got a good solution of how we're going to make the Patreon even more attractive. Big Haas Hosford, Haas on the Patreon, Haas Hosford. Yeah, I wanted to make sure to get all the Patreons out. Oh, there. gotcha. Yeah, um, we're gonna do some some change ruse. Yes, because right now the top tier people get a pre show from us, mm-hmm. which is us basically just setting everything up. But talking about some good stuff usually. Yeah, yeah, there's usually content, but there's usually also an assault on the ears because it's us like <laughs> setting the microphones up and getting our levels right. And that's and, our eating and drinking time. Yeah, yeah, like cracking cans and just, yeah, so. But really worth being top tier Patreon. Like it is a phenomenal <laughs> part of it. When you get that email, I've been told when you get that email, you're like, oh yeah, this is changing my day immensely. You just get like warm on the inside. Mm-hmm. It's like getting a heart hug. Yep. There you go. Through your ears. Uh, but we are thinking about maybe extending that to all Patreon members. Yep. And then top tier, we're thinking about maybe some quarterly swag. Yeah. Like so every like three like months a, getting like a shirt or a sticker or hat or something. So you know those like care package subscription services <laughs> yes. you can do? Like yeah. there's the one with the clothes uh-huh. and there's like the man one. There's a, yeah, it comes a, like a knife. Yeah, cheap axe and like <laughs> stupid shit. Yeah, so we're going to do something like that, but not as... Stupid shit. No, our first fucking thing now needs to be Tomahawks. The first thing that we send out is Tomahawks. Bet we could find some decent Chaya priced ones. Go to American Eagle. Yeah. Where it all began. Yeah. American Eagle <laughs> machete with our logo <laughs> fucking Fuck laser yes, engraved. Oh, yes. I'll buy a laser engraver just to do that. Can crickets do it? Can I don't, crickets know, do I don't those things? think. I mean, they could do like a sticker that will go on in the metal. But I don't know if a cricket can engrave in a metal. Yeah, I don't know either. I, I just I have a friend whose wife has a cricket machine. My wife has a cricket, but I'm oh, pretty really? sure. Well, we need to be cricketing the shit up, dude. My mom's killing me right now. Why? What'd you do? What are your dates for Alaska? And I just told her for the seventeenth time. Those are the dates we babysit? Question mark. Well, the kids aren't coming. What the with. 
fuck. Yes. Yeah. Why? The kids won't be six. You're babysitting mom. while we're on the cruise. <laughs> she, oh, sorry. Yeah. Distracted. And well, she's thinking about it. That's nice. No, this has been a topic of conversation for like three months. She's written the dates down. She knows that they're babysitting while we're on the cruise. Hence why we need them mm-hmm. to be. Let, okay. Let's put the shoes on the other foot. Ryan, where, where your parents are at right now? Are they sitting at home doing their usual thing or no? No, no they're they're in, they're in fucking Florida they're partying. Florida for five months partying. I keep seeing Facebook pictures of them just like my tied out. So yeah, of course she's gonna forget. I know what she she's meant. Blowing the fuck out. I know what she meant. And we it's... know your parents' history. <laughs> Besides causing World War One, I'm pretty sure they they stopped listening to this episode, so we get <laughs> they won't get mad of us accusing them of being potheads anymore. Do you uh, think that them naming it World War One was a bit pessimistic? That there was going to be, yeah, I absolutely agree. Because they were like, this, this isn't going to. Well, let's let's go back. Let's go back to nineteen fucking twenty. I don't know, nineteen twenty ish. I think Armistice Day was. I don't know, some year or two before that, maybe. Uh, Armistice Day. Whatever fucking like the peace day was, but. Was it? I, I don't think it was called World War World War One at that time. I think it was called the Great War. Oh, and then I think once World War Two started, I think maybe they started calling it World War One. Because I'm pretty sure, like I know the Great War, like it's referred to as the Great War. Yeah, but I don't know if that was because and Joey Meatballs. Maybe this one inspired Joey Meatballs to fucking come and correct That'd us. That'd be nice. He um, would come back. But yeah, I, I don't know if World War. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. time between World War One and World War Two. Like if it didn't get the World War One moniker, fucking title until there was a world war ii so now we're gonna start calling this world war one instead of the great war so do you think when when world war ii started they were trying to come up with a name for it couldn't and they're like well it's fucking great war let's just say the whole world was at war and we're at it again yeah so it's world war ii 100 percent. yes yeah. I, I think that's fucking probably how that went who's down who's in charge of that do you think <laughs> i don't know like well, is there somebody actually in- i do know you should know this too Wow. This is your conspiracy theory. The fucking, the the overreaching world power, whoever it may be behind the shadows the that controls everything. World Economic Forum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They fucking they're the ones putting it out to the media, and they're the ones that start calling like, it by the names. George Soros's great grandpappy. Yes. This is the second world war. This will be the second of five. I declare it. Because there was a lot of wars in between, but they didn't necessarily involve. The majority of the world, correct? That I would say the world war because world war. It like, makes you think like every country was involved. Yeah, but, but it, it really wasn't. No, like how much contrib like Australia in the first Great War, World War One. The fuck did they do? I mean, they they fought. Did they? Yeah. What they do? They fucking sent their couple of regiments. The fucking boat ride probably took longer than this fucking war. Probably. Yeah. But like, by the time they like, showed up, they're like, oh, the heavy lifting's done, guys. Thanks. They're like, oh. Like, South America. Our, our bad, eh? Like, in World War II, like, South America wasn't directly involved. Brazil, I think, kind of, like, Brazil never fought, but they maybe helped or some shit. Yeah. Uh, like, African nations weren't involved. They fought in Africa, but that was the other powers fighting over colonies. Yeah. Like, you don't hear about the Nicaraguan special forces <laughs> making work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, China and Japan, I mean, they were they fought heavily in, in World War II, but the other Asian countries, not really. Um, yeah. Thailand was pretty chill. But, I mean, it, the, the, the other than continental U.S. and South America, I mean, battles were fought in every continent. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it absolutely hits the World War II 
I mean, what were the Netherlands up to? <laughs> they got taken over very quickly by Germany, and then they had a uh, uh, partisan uprising. So, but like, look at World War One though. That was probably even less than World War Two about where the battles were fought. That was mainly all mainly in Europe. So is it now World War because not who was involved, but where it was fought at? Like it encompassed the entire war world. I mean, maybe. Do you think any part of it got dangerously close to crossing over the ice wall in the Antarctic and reaching the other 12 continents that they're hiding from us? (laughs) Say that again? Do you think that at any part it got dangerously close to the world war crossing over the Antarctic ice wall and reaching the other 12 continents that they're hiding from us? Where all the elites and prehistoric animals and aliens... Are living. Is this like the rainforest in the Swiss, the Swiss Alps? Well, the Swiss Alps we know about. These are the continents they won't tell us about. No, I don't. It's I don't. where the elites are all hiding and making us work and no, farm so I, that they can live opulent lives. Is it, is it lives. cold up there? No, it's just a nice wall. The other side of it's pretty decent. <laughs> no, I don't think so. There's I don't. maps that show it. I, I don't. See, the flat earthers have goofed up. They look at these maps and they think it's just showing a straight up flat earth, uh-huh. but nay, nay. What you need to pay attention to is these 12 continents on there on the other side of the ice There's wall. 12 more or there's 12 total, so we're missing like five of them. I think 12 more, but it could be 12 total. Okay. It's really kind of hard to just decipher what these idiots are talking about. <laughs> but that's why there's the treaty that you can't go into Antarctica. There's not a treaty. You're not allowed to go in Antarctica. Fucking, they're militizing the shit out of Antarctica. And we have people all over Antarctica. You and I can't go to Antarctica. Yes, we could. There's certain parts we can't go to. There's videos of dudes in boats fucking going across the water and naval ships turning them around. Saying, no, you can't come here. I think that's the Japanese whaler vessels. (laughs) Boats still heading that direction. Speaking of South Park, another fantastic fucking episode. (laughs) Fuck you, Dolphin! (laughs) <laughs> Fucking dolphins and planes are the yeah. ones that nuke Japan. <laughs> so good. Excuse me. <laughs> I think we're way off topic yeah, with, the, with John John's email. <laughs> yeah, look what you started, John. Fuck. <laughs> anyway, um, do we have any other peek behind the curtains? Um, just one thing. What's that? Uh, what am I holding here? That is a cup. Yep. Where'd it come from? That is a cup from my buddy uh, JT. Yep. Yep. It has my name on it, and yep. it has uh, Cobra Kai Gaming Dojo, which is a kind of gaming group that we used to be pretty heavily involved in. Yep. Why am I holding it? Why do I have this? I, I don't know. I accidentally took it home, remember? Oh. Because I sent you a picture of it when I got home. Oh, shit. Well, you should pour your water in there so it keeps it cooler well, rather than the Jimmy to, John's but cup. I, but I washed it, so I didn't want to dirty it again. It's water. Um, but I was waiting to tell you this. On air, because then you couldn't get mad at me. Okay. Um, does this top look similar? Yeah. Okay. It's not the same top. So I was holding this, okay. and my dipshit dog ran into me being a dipshit, and I dropped this, and the top of it shattered <laughs> into like 18 fucking pieces. How long ago did this happen? The next morning. Have you been stressed about this? Um, I was until I got another top for it. They had them on Amazon. You had to buy it? Yeah. But I dropped this stupid fucking thing and it broke. And I was just like, (laughs) 
looking at this stupid dog and he's wagging his tail because like, hey, I'm involved. Yeah. And yeah. So I was like, you're telling him I'm not. You get to. <laughs> that motherfucker. Big asshole. So <laughs> Yeah, but no, I I found another top on Amazon. So there Thanks. you go. Yeah. No Have problem. you tested it? Like does it like when you're drinking it, no, water doesn't would... pour out the bottom or anything? Oh shit. Like no. is it actually the right size? I don't think it's from Alibaba, but <laughs> They promised me it would work. Reviews were good. Oh, I appreciate you bringing that back. I've been wondering, like, I mean, you, today you're drinking out of a regular cup because I didn't have any of those kind of cups for you. We have a million of those. Like, I don't know where all my fucking cups are. Well, I sent you a picture of it. I don't think you did. Well, I would look, but it makes that stupid noise. I'm, I'm 94% sure you didn't. I don't know. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> we don't need to look it up, though. I'm going to now because you're calling me a liar. Yeah, I got home and I realized I had it because I just clearly just walked right out of your yeah, house, yeah. fucking chug a lug in it. And um, so I was like, oh, I'm going to put this in my garage where I'll see it when I go back to your house. Uh-huh. And then um, my 88 pound dipshit fucking ran into me and I dropped it. Unbelievable. Oh. Unfucking believable. Right. Yeah, because I was going to give it to you last time you were at my house, but the lid hadn't came, up, came in yet, so I didn't say anything. <laughs> Kid just uh, said, hey, here's, here's your cup. I don't know what happened to the lid. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. Monday, February 27, 12.08 a.m., I sent you a picture of it. <laughs> and that's clearly at my house. It's not yours, so. Did you, and you said, there? ha, 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 no worries. Oh. And you know what? I what? think this is your fault. Because you said no worries. Yeah. And the next day, not even the next day, it was the same day, a couple hours later, I had a lot of worries because of this <laughs> stupid cup. I got to be honest with you. Had you not returned that to me, I would have forgot about that text. I wouldn't even have fucking known that you had it. And the cup just would have been lost to oblivion. I'd be like, man, that sucks. Where's that cup? At some point, I would have remembered like, hey, I'm missing that cup. Where is it? And I wouldn't be able to find it. And I'd just be like, darn it. Yeah, I'd move on in my life. It'd be one of those things where I would be seeing it all the time, and every time it would wear on me a little bit more. Yeah. And it'd be like three months from now, you'd be like, "Hey, just everything a little, just cool? A like, of the you're, pain. yeah, you're not looking great." And I'd break. <laughs> like, I'd, right? I don't know why I held this from you. I do appreciate it. Yeah. So there you go. So I'm gonna try not to bring it home. Uh, are we ready to time travel then? Yeah. Ryan, Mike, would you like to go on a bourbon and grass, a nonsensical podcast time travel adventure? I would. All right. On today's date, March 21st, we're going to travel back to 1980. Okay. All right. I think it's one of our more recent ones. Yeah, yeah definitely more recent. It's a bit topical because we talked about this this gentleman, I think, the last two episodes. Okay. Uh, so today's date, March 21st, 1980, President Jimmy Carter announces the U.S. Olympic team that they will or announces to the U.S. Olympic team that they will not participate in the 1980 Summer Games in Moscow as a boy, boycott against Soviet intervention in Afghanistan. So, right call. Sorry for the athletes if you missed the, the 80 Summer Games. Yeah. But absolutely the right call. And it brings me on to a tangent that I'd like to speak about. Okay. The fucking Russians, number one. Yeah. But number two, the fucking Russians that they still let them compete in the Olympics. I don't give a shit if they say, oh, they compete under a fucking neutral banner. I don't care that they don't play the Russian national anthem if they win fucking medals. They're they're a fucking thorn in everyone's side right now. Fuck you. You're not competing in the Olympics. Plain and simple. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's so like all right, if give me a famous US Olympian. <laughs> uh, Bruce right Jenner. Now. Okay, Bruce Jenner. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard a lot out of him lately. 
name has not been in the news. He has not been in the news. No. He has not been in the news one bit. Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, but Caitlyn Jenner is not the Olympian. Bruce Jenner is the Olympian. Right. Yeah, that's where we're going. So Have Bruce... you seen Caitlyn Jenner on uh, Norm MacDonald's podcast? <laughs> no. Fucking hilarious. Also. Sorry. Didn't mean to. South Park reference. <laughs> Buckle up, buckaroos. <laughs> so fucking, you know, it's too controversial. We'll go Simone Biles. Okay. Okay. For whatever reason, Simone Biles is blacklisted from the U.S. Olympic team. She could not compete as a U.S. Olympian. Is she the one that had, like, a panic attack? Uh, Yeah, she's, like, the greatest gymnast of all time. Yeah. And it's called a mental block, and it's a real thing for gymnastics. Um, The last last Olympics. Yeah. I felt bad. Like, everything I saw for her, I felt really bad Mm -hmm. for her because people were kind of hanging shit on her. And it was like, she had a fucking issue. Imagine being so good and so popular in your sport that, like, if you don't win every single thing, if you're not perfect 100% of the time, then you failed. Not yeah. that you fucked up. You, if you got a ninety nine point ninety nine 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 nine, donezo. You're fucking done. Yeah. Like, could you? That would suck. Tell me any other athlete really that like has Tiger Woods won everything? No, no. You know, like yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, even at his prime, he didn't win every single tournament. Yeah, like that dipshit LeBron and, James doesn't make every shot. <laughs> he hasn't even fucking won anything in a while. He's been shit in the at the Lakers yeah. for years now. Old douchebag award. <laughs> But, I mean, imagine, imagine, we're so far off topic again, but imagine uh, that pressure. But yeah. anyway, so Simone Biles, she's not, she's not competing under the U.S. flag. When she wins a gold, they're not going to play the U.S. anthem. Everyone in the world, though, sees her and knows that that's a U.S. Olympian. She's right. still representing the U.S. even if she's under, under a neutral flag right. or the fucking whatever they call it. International, it's international something of athletes, I think is what they, like. International it, for, coalition. Yeah, some shit like what that. What flag do they have? It's like a gray flag. A great or gray? Gray. That's stupid. Well, I mean, yeah. But, you know, you have... I don't even know who else fucking does I think, like, some Iranians might do it. Or, like, if you're, um, you know, if you're, like, a political... Uh, Asylumist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, you're Afghani, but you're a woman, so you fled the Taliban. Now you're just still competing in fucking yeah. karate. Yeah, but, like, you're, you're, you're not representing... Phenomenal track and field, yeah. but they wouldn't let you get educated. <laughs> <laughs> so... Fucking, it, it absolutely floors me, though, that it's even a debate. Yeah. It sh- there should be no debate. They can't fucking compete in the Olympics. Plain and simple. None of this, oh, they can do it. They just don't have the Russian flag. It's fucking horse shit and a half. And I'm going to write them a letter, I think. Do it. I'm pissed off about it. Can I play the other side? Go ahead. What, what do they have to do with the bankers that are causing this war? I'm not going to entertain this conversation right now. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. Because I, you know, the Olympians are phenomenal at what they do, but I still consider them to be the everyman, right? They're just, they're, they're not. Look at China. They fucking take those kids at the government, takes those kids at a, okay. at a young age, and they put it in sports fucking factories, basically. Yes, but that's... That's 100%, and that's the same shit with Russia. That is 100% a state-sponsored sport, or state-sponsored athlete. Yeah, I guess I see that, but... I you, s- even in the U.S., you can be a fucking everyman, but then as soon as you start getting to higher levels, you're starting to go to the state-sponsored national camps. You know, yeah. Chris you're, Phelps. You are the reason. The reason you are the way that you are is because of the fucking government and the support that they've given you. I'm not saying every single one in every single country. Right. That, you know, that's not what I mean. Um, but massively, you are a state-funded fucking athlete. Right. You know what I'm saying, though. Like, yeah, this war is not because some well, Olympians got together and said. But then guess what? Then your your people. 
can fucking put more pressure on their government and oh wait they can't because it's shit government and they're right. shit fucking people and they're indoctrinated to that shit over I, I get it like it, it's it's the government it's not the people but look at nazi germany and yeah. i'm not comparing russia to nazi germany right now or the russian people to, to the people that lived under nazi germany but I, I see what you're saying same thing like well it was their government well at some point you allowed it to fucking happen you allowed it to continue did they have the, Olympics during World War Two? No, the they had them um, in the 1930s. That was a whole Carl Carl, Carl Lewis thing. Yeah. Carl, Walking Dead reference, yeah. um, went over there and, and kicked the Nazis' ass. And obviously, <laughs> Hitler's uh, idea of of supremacy was shot down because of the American. Well done. Yeah, something else was shot down. What's that? Literally, Hitler. He was not shot down. <laughs> Self inflicted. Read a history book, Ryan. Oh, you think he's living in Argentina? I forgot. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you want to yell at me for my conspiracies? Nope. I heard a wild fucking. I was watching this uh, this documentary recently on um, Hitler's inner circle. It's on Netflix. Okay. Fucking worth a shot or wor- worth a watch if you if you like World War II stuff. Um, if you like documentaries, it's very good because it shows the absolute ridiculous ridiculousness of the nazi high command uh-huh. and like how backstabbing and like power hungry all of them were and just ridiculousness right but i heard this story and i, I never never knew this before is that the the deputy fear fucking like hitler's number two right he's yep. basically the vice, pre- vice president of nazi germany junior fear junior fear if you will uh this dude started going like a little crazy all right okay we- a little crazy <laughs> And, and this he's he's not a martyr he's not a good person he's hand in hand with all this shit right yeah but he started to have this idea that he met this british lord or british noble during the olympics in the 1930s all when right. he came to germany so they, they hit it off or some shit like that and he was like a scottish duke or he had some bullshit title well he just assumed like anyone in england if you had like a bullshit noble title like you go hand in hand with the king and queen and the fucking the prime minister and shit yeah you're like big shot so he started experimenting, or he started testing, um, test flying some of their planes. Well, normally this Messerschmitt that he was uh, test flying had uh, two people that needed to fly it. He had it changed, so then it only needed one person to fly. He then had extra fuel tanks added to this. And so he started flying around this, learning how to fly everything else. Finally, he got to the point, he had this idea that he could fly to Scotland, uh-huh. like literally like, land in this noble's yard. He'll meet him, ask him to, if he wants a cup of tea, drive him down to fucking London, meet with Prime Minister, and he was going to negotiate the end of the war, the, the peace terms between um, Britain and, this is and his, Nazi Germany. His big plan. Yeah, like, he like literally thought like this would work, right? Yeah. So he fucking flies. So one night, <coughs> he's doing dropped, it at night too. Uh, he, yeah, because otherwise he's going to get shot down during the day, right? Because right. nobody just <laughs> fucking German fucking, plane over England, like pew pew pew. Yeah, it was a big ass fuel tanks on the side. <laughs> so he had he has his, his assistant uh, drop him off at the airport. Gives him a letter, says, deliver this to Hitler tomorrow. Okay. Starts his flight, goes over. Well, now it's nighttime in Scotland. During the war, by the way. So they probably like had light restrictions. Like, you can't have lights yeah. on because you're going to fucking be a target for bombers, yada, yada. Super duper dark. So he has no idea like where the fuck he is or where the fuck he can, like, a safe spot to land is. Dude's never parachuted in his life. He's like, fuck it. I'm going to parachute. Puts on a parachute and jumps out the plane. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> he lives. He fucking survives. Number one, he didn't get shot down but then when he was flying. But what then number two. It fucking crash landed, whatever. Okay. Not the point of the story. 
he fucking survives well, this. Well, I'm sure it's the point of somebody's story. <laughs> it probably landed in like, the field somewhere. Yeah, some sheep farmer comes out in the morning. He's <laughs> like, the fuck is this? No. So he fucking parachutes and he somehow survives and he lands in this fucking farmer's field. And yep. this farmer confronts him with a pitchfork and he's like, hey, I'm fucking something. His last name was Hess. He's like, I'm fucking something Hess. Yeah. I'm number two in the Nazi party. Take me to Winston or take me to Lord Baron Duke, whatever the fuck this guy's name is. Yeah. And he's like, uh, well, at this point. Like the local national guard is like, hey, there's a German plane that just flew over and like they crash landed. Like we're looking for people and like, oh, I got this dude right here. Yeah. So they grab his ass and he tells him this fucking story. He's like, yeah, I came over here to negotiate the the peace treaty between British and and and, and Germany. Yeah. And they're like, no, you're going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they, fucking, they 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 lock him up. And Winston Churchill hears the story and he's like. Yeah, they just and ironically, this was like a night or, or recently after they killed like two thousand people in a bombing because of fucking firestorm in, in London and shit. Uh-huh. So Winston Churchill's like, "Yeah, no, I'm not talking uh-huh. to anybody about peace. Like, what the fuck?" Yeah. And so this dude never fucking got this meeting. He just stayed in prison for the rest of his fucking life. But he made this incredible flight. Yep. Yep. And so I Inspired guess inspired a scene from Back to the Future. I, I was telling the story to Joey Meatballs' uh, dad because they came over on Friday and we were playing this World War II game. And his dad uh, said, "Oh yeah, yeah, I guess he." So after the war, he got shipped to uh, to Germany, which the Russian, you know, your Eastern Germany, yeah. where the Russians were in charge. And I guess yeah, he just spent the rest of his days in jail until he died. So he had this big grand How plan. How old is Joey Meatballs' dad? I mean, fucking like sixty something. And he was getting shipped around in World War Two. No, he was just uh, telling me about this Hess character. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah. you sold it. In <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so that's our time traveling adventure. Yeah. Is that the the Olympians were told that they're not competing in the Summer Olympics because Russia's a bunch of fucking assholes then, and they still are now. Yep. Which resulted in a guy flying an airplane to Scotland. That's a hefty pull right I know. There. I had I had to fucking I had to get a big swig there because my mouth was my throat was a little dry after telling well, that story. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so point A to point B, just like that. Um, real quick, because our, our time is running nigh. If they had the Olympics and Nazi Germany did compete, what um, event do you think they would have competed in or done well in? I feel like there's a joke here. No, I'm just, just throwing it out there. I'm trying to think of a politically correct answer. Well, because I think like they had some big dudes. Mm-hmm. So like maybe shot put? Probably. Because I don't see them running. No? They're not sprinting. No, no. Germans don't strike me as sprinters. They're I, more like thick people. <laughs> I'm sure that they would do well in the soccer competition. Yeah, they would have done well. Was it big back then? No, football? T- football has been massive for centuries. Uh, okay. Oh, well, that answers that. I thought you were going to have a punchline with this. No, no. Uh, nope, just overly curious. <laughs> Quizzical of my historically knowledgeable (laughs) friend. (laughs) I thought you would have had, well, actually, the Germans were quite astute at blah, blah, blah. I mean, I'm sure they'd be very good at, well, you said specifically like Nazi Germany, so I I thought it was something tied to their nonsense. Well, at a time, weren't they all Nazi Germany? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, they still had regular folk doing random shit in Germany. They probably still had athletes. Touche. They had that one guy who had probably been, like, training for the Olympics, and then all this popped off, and he's like, well, (laughs) wonderful. It's going to stay at my strudel factory. <laughs> All right. All right. Take a quick break. break. Yep. All right. Ryan. Mike. Welcome to part two. Welcome back from the break. 
Welcome to the return of what was it? Centennial episode zero two five. No, it's a quarter century. Centennial is a hundred years. Okay, so we'll have the centennial in you know ninety nine more years. Okay, ninety nine and a half. Can it be a hundred episodes? We can. I mean, we could do that. I think we're gonna make hundred episodes. Well, I'm talking about like in a hundred years when we're like hundred and forty years old because. Technology is all steampunkish, and we just have like fake limbs and yeah, like a metal heart, yeah, like stuff like that. Big cogs where our shoulders used to be. <laughs> big cogs. Yep, we're gonna be fucking just laying the pipe with our big cogs. That's right. Everybody <laughs> is excited for the future, <laughs> the steampunk future. Oh, uh, space! Did we watch Space Truckers on here? I think we had it on in the I background. Feel, I feel like yeah. we did. Yeah, and the dude's got like. He's like half man, half machine. He's got a machine wiener. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. Sorry. That's why my dream has always been space trucker. (laughs) Significantly prosthetics. (laughs) What uh, what are we talking about tonight? Uh, I don't think we've even said. No. Sorry. I'm trying to move this wire because I feel like it's making noise. Um, You and I both have uh, some some trips coming up. Yeah. Like two days. Well, I didn't want to put it out there oh sorry i'm no i'm leaving in two days okay i'm leaving in an undisclosed time correct and um so we're like well we gotta obviously get a show out there for mm-hmm. our rabid fans before we leave because yep. are we gonna be a little late when we get back getting a show out? <laughs> well i was gonna say and in natural mike and ryan fashion we did not record enough episodes to hit the gap while yeah. we're gone usually we and try to have we, a buffer and then we get back i i personally get back on late like that tuesday night yeah so we're probably gonna miss one it, it'll be two weeks we should have our next show will be out in three weeks okay so we should do i don't know whatever deal with yeah it. so like the next tuesdays won't be because i'm gone next tuesday i get home the following tuesday yeah this show's coming out today because we're late to record <laughs> Should we just release this? Well, we already did the time travel adventure. Say fuck it, just release this one next Tuesday. So it's not like such oh, a big so instead gap. of having a two week gap, you have a one week gap. One week, one show, one week. Everyone, the time travel adventure show that you just heard, this was last week. <laughs> we actually time traveled for this fucking show. We went back in time. We went back into the future. For the show. Am I saying this right? I don't know. Time, once you talk about time travel, it gets all finicky. Yeah. Either we'll way. Just, we'll do that. Wh- whatever. It doesn't matter. No. No. But what are we does. talking about today? Uh, tra- traveling. Traveling. Not prep. time traveling, but traveling. Well, traveling prep. Traveling if you were to time travel, yeah. I'm sure you still would have trep. <laughs> trep. Prep. <laughs> yeah. Of course. So, so yeah. No. You, you you brought up a very good topic and you said, let's talk about like how do you prepare for trips and and. And everything else, and we started talking, and we're like, yeah, you know, sometimes the stress of the planning almost doesn't even make the trip worth it, right. you know, sometimes. Or, and then you pointed out, like, sometimes you need a vacation from your vacation, which is so fucking true, the especially when you got little kids. Especially when you got your kids coming yep. with. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think we can absolutely talk about that and, and talk about um, some relatable shit. So, when I told the missus about what the topic was going to be... She kind of smiled, and I was like, what, <laughs> okay. are you, what are you so happy about? And she's like, well, you're just going to have to spend the whole time uh, gushing about how great Amanda and I are. 
And I was like, well, for one, we already do that. But for two, <laughs> right? why the fuck If you fucking doing? ladies actually listen to our show, yeah. you know how much we say you guys are great. Yeah, which I'm not worried about. So I was like, well, why are we going to be doing that? And she says, well, we do everything, and you guys only have to worry about getting your own shit together. And I said, well, it may not be that way at the Smith household. I can say it is pretty much at my house. It It is and it isn't. Uh, especially two years ago, it absolutely was. Every, every fucking aspect of it was done by my wife, with the exception of, like, the night before or maybe even the day of. I'll give her, like, a pile of clothes and be like, this is what I'm taking. Go ahead and pack it. Yeah. Since I have retired, it is complete role reversal. Okay. She, so we we planned our trip um, together, but mainly it was her. It was her looking online. Hey, what day are we going to be here? Okay, I found this place. Do you like it? Yep. Boom. Booked. Hey, what, what day are we going to be here? Uh, okay, I found a place to like it. Do you like it? Yeah. Boom. Booked. So she did that, right? But as far as like the, hey, we need new fucking um, like windbreaker coats or we need like hiking socks. I've actually done all that because I'm home all day while she's working. Right. So the physical prep, I have done a vast majority of it. Um, she still packs our stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the actual like train or not train, uh, but the actual like trip planning we've kind of done together with, with her taking a little bit more of the heavy load. Okay. So it is more split than what it has been in the years past. But I could absolutely say that I could not do this trip without her. She could do this trip without me. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. If that makes sense. And your little ones are, they can pretty much pack themselves I mean, with some oversight. Sort of, my, my, my nine-year-old daughter absolutely could. Mm-hmm. My seven-year-old boy, I still lay out clothes for him in the morning because he ain't picking out clothes for himself. Yeah. You know? Get off on a tangent here a little bit. Go ahead. But I was this comedian, I don't remember who it was, but he was talking about how like the dumbest creature on earth <laughs> is a teenage boy. <laughs> And I have a teenage boy, and I was like, man, I thought this was a comedy show. Did you not relate? a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> I could fucking but, see it. Yeah, so. But I, I, I love my son. I love boys. That sounds weird. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go with it, though. But boys are fucking dumb. Oh, yeah. I, I have a friend, and I'm not going to. You know him. We may refer to him on the show, but I'm not going to out him too much here. Okay. Uh, he's currently potty training his kid. Uh-huh. Okay? And, and he's saying it's taking a very long time. And I've gotten multiple pictures now of just a turd on the floor. Yeah. Just like, yep, said time to go potty. And he just like rips his stuff off and like right tries to make it to the bathroom. And then he just <laughs> shits on the floor. Meanwhile, you know, like, like my daughter, she potty trained herself for like a year and a half. Like yeah. girls are just so much fucking smarter than boys. Boys are just so fucking dumb. Yeah. Love them. And they're fantastic at a lot of things, but <laughs> yeah, they're just dumb. Yep. Yeah. He'll, he'll help me like, you know, with stuff or, you know, like sports stuff. Uh-huh. He's fucking great. Mm-hmm. There's my wife. <laughs> Super smart. Got it all down. But then something like, hey, when you're done eating, mm-hmm. that plate can go in the dishwasher. <laughs> and it takes significant amount of convincing to get him to put the plate in the dishwasher. But that also includes him standing there looking at the dishwasher going, well, how do I know if it's, op- if it's clean or dirty? So, well, have you opened it? And then he'll open it. Well, how do I know? Is there food on plates? Pull and bowls? one of the racks out and look at the stuff. That's why you got to get one of those magnets to say we had dirty. one. Oh. We had one at the apartment we stayed at while we were building the house. Uh-huh. We left it there because it did not get much use. Yeah, we, we have People one. People couldn't figure it out. It doesn't fucking matter. No, 
It's not a hard concept, but people can figure it out. Well, see, what we have in our house is, you know, I'm sure like you and most dishwashers, that when it's when it's going, there's an orange light. When it's finished and everything's clean, there's a white light. But the second you open that dishwasher, the fuck, my dog's barking. The second you open the dishwasher and then you close it, there's no light. Yeah. So guess, guess, does anyone else in this house empty the dishwasher or is it just me? I'm guessing you take a lot of that. Okay. Does anybody in this house open the dishwasher, get what they need out of there, and then just close that door? I'm betting that happens a lot, too. All the fucking time, right? Yeah. So we had the magnet, and I would be the only one to empty the dishwasher, but every other little grubby hand in this house would open it up, grab a cup, because they're too fucking lazy to go to the cupboard or whatever, right. close the damn thing. Well, now there's no light, so you don't know if it's clean, dirty, just loaded, or what. Yep. And and so the, that magnet became absolutely fucking useless, because no one would say, oh, it's done. I'm just going to empty the dishwasher. I'm the only one that would do that. Right. Yeah. So those we, magnets are cool only if you actually... If everybody's on board. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to put it, if everyone's if, on board. If I was living by myself again, I'd have one of those magnets, But then, my own knowledge. But you would know, and you wouldn't need the magnet you then? Never, you never know. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. We, um, so it's usually, like, some mornings I get up, the wife will take the boy to school, uh-huh. and so I'll wake up when she does to get the baby up, mm-hmm. but I'll have time to unload the dishwasher. But there's other times where I'm not up because oh, I love the work morning. or whatever. Yeah. So then she does because we run the dishwasher every night. Yeah, you know, yeah. Every, the, the morning, it's full every night. That morning, like get ready for school. Absolutely, yeah. that's like the first thing I do in the morning is empty the dishwasher. Yep. The same way every night it's getting rained because even if you have every fucking dish clean in your house, nighttime at dinner that thing is just suddenly going to fill up magically. Yeah, absolutely. So like little girl will be sitting at the counter eating, and I'll be unloading the dishwasher, talking to her, but the light. So, you know, if I pull mine open and the little white light's on the outside, if you don't shut it all the way, that little white light will stay on. Mm -hmm. So I will shut it just enough (laughs) to where it looks shut, but the little white light is still on. Okay. Because I know that my wife's going to see it and be like, that lazy fucker. Didn't di- and then she'll open it and it'll be empty and she'll be like, oh, Aww. yeah, like, you got me. So well done. That's my own little way of psyoping her. <laughs> uh, but back to the, the the prepping or the vacation planning. So your wife does most of it. She does or all of it. Hundred percent the kids, hundred percent herself, thirty percent me. Okay, what's the seventy percent you that you do? Um, my clothes. Okay, so I'll bring. Will you physically put them in the suitcase? Yeah, I do all my own, my own packing. Okay. So, and I, I used to be horrible about I it. I do not. I would be like a t-shirt for the day and a polo for the night. <laughs> and then I'd wear the same t-shirt for like three days in a uh-huh. row. No extras. No. Fuck it if it gets dirty. No, like I had, yeah, like, but I would always think, well, the t-shirt I wear during the day, I'm not going to wear at night when we go to dinner. Mm-hmm. But then I would. So then I'd have extra clothes. Like I always overpacked. Okay. So I'm finally getting to where I'm pretty decent at packing, like just enough. Mm-hmm. Underwear. You know, like the joke says, I always pack, planning on shitting my pants every oh, single day. If you're there for three days, you pack six pairs of fucking yeah, underwear. That's I'm not just messing what you that do. Up. Yeah, that absolutely is not, not getting screwed up. So, <laughs> I yeah. think that's universal across the board, dude. Yeah, good. I think every guy knows yep. that like, running this risk. Like I could pack one pair of jeans for an entire week. Yep. But I'm gonna have 15 pair of underwear. Yep. Because if you think about it, really, how dirty are the jeans gonna get? Not at all. But you're gonna be sweating in those underwear. But your underwear needs to be switched out yep so yeah so i i hammer out the clothes okay. the toiletries do you have separate toiletry bags oh yeah okay yeah 
which she buys these cutesy little, like, you pour your shampoo into the little travel jug, mm-hmm. which is kind of nice, actually, because you don't have this big, heavy fucking yeah. shampoo bottle. But then you have to do the science experiment of, well, how much shampoo do I need? Yeah. I don't know. You know, and, like, I use um, Duke Cannon big-ass bar of soap. Yeah. Cut them in half. Oh, that what you do? Yeah. Because it's obnoxious. I, I just switched to Duke Cannon, like, two or three soap bars ago. Yeah. They're fucking obnoxiously huge. Cut it in half. Okay. It'll actually last longer because it won't get as, like, the soap scum that kind of, yeah. like. Yeah. And I got one of those little wooden. Dumb question, but you cut it, like, if this is your soap, you cut it, like, in half, right? Not, yeah. Not, like, not, hot dog. But not hot dog, but, yeah. What was this one called? C4. Like, I'm cutting a block of C4. I mean, yeah, but there's a school saying, like, is this hamburger? Like this hamburger oh, I don't and this know. hot dog. I only know pizza and French fries. What am I trying to ski? Did you learn that from South Park? I did. Same here. <laughs> pizza, pizza, French, French fries, and it, like fucking crashes through yeah. the snow building pizza. or the, the fucking building. Oh my god! What, another good episode though, man. Yep. It's so 1980s ski oh, school. Oh yeah, got to save the ski slope. Yep, shows the Chet, boobs and he wins the raid. Barter or whatever. Yeah. Like, what are we even fighting over? Yeah, so good. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. But uh, and and since I've switched to safety razors Mm -hmm. so like i have to bring an extra couple blades you shave on vacation just down here oh wow i'll I'll shave before vacation and then i fucking let it ride so before i grew whatever this is this scraggly bullshit beard Uh um yeah i would shave like the night before and then when i got back because i was always just clean shaven because then you would have like then it was like five o'clock shadow yeah okay get a little scruffy but yeah now that i have that's what i should call it this i just keep it clean but I also have my Manscape trimmer. You take that with you? No. Well, I've never had a vacation where I've had this much facial hair. So I think oh, I'm going to. I thought you were talking about your nut hair. No. So I'll shave, I'll shave yeah, before I, I go. I hammer that before then, I go. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I thought you were manscaping every day. No. Like, fuck, you're wearing a goddamn Speedo and you don't want little little hair sticking well, out. I don't want to look like Borat. <laughs> but, yeah, so I, uh, I'll probably clean this up before we leave and then leave. Leave the manscaper. Okay. I'm pointing to my face, not to my shit. For the people that aren't the fourth tier Patreon with the camera footage. <laughs> but I, uh, yeah. So that, and then I, well, you know, because you do the shave, safety razor, then you got to bring your shaving puck and your brush. Because I have to put it on my face with a badger hair brush. You are fucking fancy. <laughs> I got to bring my... I don't bring the dish though, okay? Because I have a little dish that I mix it up at home and yeah. get my um my lather. God, you're such a. I use my palm of my hand. You're such an old man. Well, it feels very like, I don't know, like mad many. Yeah, like I need a little glass bourbon, you know, <laughs> right there, and I just kind of I do listen to jazz music and <laughs> mixing that shit up, you know. So far, none of this sounds like vacation planning is stressful for you. No. <laughs> oh, thanks to the to the missus. She and like the actual prep part, like what you're talking about, like when we were planning our trip, uh-huh. like her and I do that together. And her job is to find six different options that she can't pick between. Uh-huh. And my job is to get so frustrated <laughs> that I just start clicking on them while she's like, "No, stop! We have to look." And I just keep clicking, and then I put the credit card in, and I'm like, "Well, it's booked." And there's a two hundred dollar cancellation fee, and then so, <laughs> so she gets mad it. at me. I'm like, "Well, you can be mad at me, or we can pay two hundred bucks." And then we go on vacation, and it's great. Yep, that sounds about right. Yeah, so because yeah. we always choose to do this at like midnight, uh-huh. after being up all day, like 
for the Alaska thing, you well, were getting text messages from me probably at like eleven thirty. But that's what the only time to do it when you got kids. Like when yeah. you can sit down and actually fucking focus. Yeah. Surprisingly, the toddler doesn't want to hear about all inclusive <laughs> for spring break that she's not going to get to go on. Yeah. Surprisingly. Yeah. So we're just not interested. No. This. This. I got to say, this trip was different than any other trip that we planned because. Again, it's not just going to one location. It's not just going to all picking what all inclusive you want, yeah. finding your flight, and that's it. You know, like this is actually taking planning. So I mean, it took a long time before we were fully booked, and then it's fucked up because we've gone for so long. So now we're trying to decide how much stuff do we actually need to bring. Will there be a laundry when we need it? Yeah, and then. Uh, this isn't like a tropical fucking climate where you just wear shorts every day. This is Scotland, which is pretty similar to our spring. So, like, it might get 60 and sunny, but it might be 40 with fucking rain with a little bit of snow if you're in the highlands. Right. And so that's been um, kind of the the this, this tricky part of this whole thing is how much do we pack? What do we need to pack? Um, I mean, you saw my, my house when you came in here. I'm kind of weird when I, when I do pack vacations. Uh, I can't just say, okay, I'm going to take this shirt, that shirt, and this shirt. Like, I need to see them all. Mm-hmm. But then I don't like just looking at what's in my, in my fucking, my, my cupboard or my dresser or my closet because I know there's like dirty stuff that hasn't been washed yeah. that I might want to take that shirt. So <laughs> we're, we're kind of weird that we get all of our stuff, we lay it out, and then we, then we pick what we want. Yeah. For, and this is like for each person in our house. Um, and then, you know, we'll get a couple new outfits as well. And so I'm kind of weird about that. So right now we're, we're in the stage of everything's packed up in cubes. Now we just need to put it in there, but then we also need to put all of our clothes back before we leave. So we don't come home to fucking, you know, bins of, of, of clean clothes everywhere. Cause yeah, I just, I, I like to do that. And then that way also like there's no laundry at the house yep. when you get home. So your only laundry is the shit that you took home. Yep. So I like being fully caught up on laundry. Um, do you clean your house before you go? Yeah, I was just going to ask you, like, before you leave, do you have clean sheets on the bed? It's always a goal. dishes? It, it's one of those things. That will be the last thing we do. Like, if we're packed and we're ready to go early, then, yes, we'll clean the house so you come home to a clean house. It's yeah. just so nice and refreshing to oh, do yeah. that. Um, dishes always get done, though, because yep. you can't fucking. I even told Amanda for this trip, I'm like, you got to remind me to go through the fridge. I don't want milk sitting in there for two weeks if it's about to expire and we leave. Yeah. It's like I got to actually empty the fridge because we're going to be gone for a long time. Um, but, yeah, that's a, that's always a goal. It doesn't always happen. But if, if you're going somewhere for three days and you come home and it's it's not that big of a deal. You know what right. I mean? But when you're gone for like a week plus, yeah. you're like, yeah, I want to come home to a clean house. Yep. We uh, we even like are going to set up with somebody because our trash has got to go down to the street. Okay. And... Because at first it was like, well, we're not going to be generating trash while we're gone. Yeah. But then you think about it, you're like, well, I don't want my trash sitting. In. So it's just like, even the trash is getting taken out. See, we're super lucky because the day we leave is our trash day. And we're not oh, leaving nice. for the afternoon. Uh, so everything will be done or emptied. I can bring it up and then we'll leave. So we won't Perfect. have to worry about trash for while we're gone. Yeah, we nice. leave We leave like two hours before our trash pickup. So it's got to <laughs> be out annoying. there. So it's like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, but... Yeah, so we definitely, yeah, everything gets pretty well cleaned up. How are you about unplugging stuff? Like in case there's an electrical storm? I go fucking nuts. No, I, I don't. Everything gets unplugged. Lights are off. and uh, No, that's not true. I leave a light on. Do you yeah. leave a light on? Uh, we have, like, timer lights. Okay. I leave a light on, no timer. It just stays on the whole time that we're gone. Yeah. Um. I do not unplug a single fucking thing. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> What? My PlayStation gets shut down. Computer gets shut down. Unplugged. TV's unplugged. Why? I 
because in my mind, it will be, for some reason, my TV will just like catch on fire and fire will march down the plug like a fucking Fantasia cartoon <laughs> and just burn the just house to the ground. Just spontaneously combust yep. out of nowhere. The, the old TCL decides it's my time to go <laughs> and it's a combustible thing. Oh, that's fucking, screen. Yeah, that's I don't weird. Know. Fucking stupid. All right. That's one of my biggest like paranoias is my house. Okay. Even though I have an alarm system mm-hmm. that will contact the fire department and say, <laughs> we think this is on fire because it's happened several times mm-hmm. when I'm cooking because I like to do um, reverse sear steaks, mm-hmm. which gets super smoky. And my fucking, what do you call that thing in the kitchen? Yeah, the hood. smoke alarm. Oh, the hood. It doesn't the take vent. The, yeah, hood it doesn't, vent. doesn't take the smoke up as quick as it could. Nice. So you get the call, hey, are you having a fire? Yeah, which cracks me up. Like, just if you think I'm having a fire, just call the fucking fire department. Yeah, Don't like, call me. When I answer the phone, hey, they should know right away. <laughs> like, if I answer the phone, ah! Like, yeah. all right, what's that, somebody? <laughs> but, well, they should do it like the, uh, you know, like the, the, the bank charges. Like, if this suspicious charge, this was you, reply yes. Yeah, um, so, like, what, is there a fire? Reply yes or no, and you sit no, and they say, "Okay, your your alarm is is available for continued use." <laughs> if you say yes, okay, your fire department will be contacted. Like, it would be so much easier to do it by text versus yeah. calling. No, I get a call from some data or not data center, but phone phone bank center. Oh, you yeah. know, this call will be recorded for training <laughs> and quality assurance. Is your house on fire? We receive like no. I'm, I'm probably gonna fucking jinx myself here. I can would. But before we lived in this house in this neighborhood, I was always, it, it was almost to the point that vacations weren't worth it because, like, when we lived in Lansing, I was so afraid that our house was going to get broken into. Oh, yeah. We were gone. Like, yeah. like, I knew it was going to happen. Yep. Like, I was going to come home and I was going to find our fucking back door kicked in, right? Yeah. And I would always be so fucking stressed about it. But now, like, where we live. Yeah, you probably ain't much worried about. <laughs> not concerned about it. No. Um, but and honestly though, like that's been a relief, man. I'm not kidding. Like it was a phobia of vacations of mine. Yeah. Um, you know, five years ago. I uh same honestly, yeah. Where my house was at previously, yeah, I was like worried it was gonna burn down, uh-huh. get broken into. But now I have like a sweet fireproof safe and an alarm system. Mm-hmm. So I'm like it feel like there's still to this day, two and a half years later. There's still like a satisfaction of setting that alarm. Oh, the peace of mind. I mean, the peace of mind is a real thing. I probably don't have to worry about you. Because when you're on vacation, what should you be doing? Relaxing. Fucking relaxing, right? Yeah. That's stressing about getting home. But that that goes into so many times, especially. Like, if you go to Disney, and we have not actually gone to Disney with the kids yet. But all I'm envisioning is going to Disney with the kids, spending three, four days, however many fucking days you spend. And twelve thousand dollars. Twelve thousand dollars, and just being run fucking ragged. That when you get home, like you need a week off of work to just fucking rest and recover. Yeah, you you know. And we've had those vacations, um, especially like when we go down to Key West with the kids. It's fun. Don't get me wrong, but we're we're busy from fucking the time we wake up to you know till bedtime. Yeah. And you come home and you're like, dude, I just, I just need a few days. Just need a fucking few days. Yep. And he, he, you don't get that most of the time. Uh, and so, like, this vacation, here we get back late, late at night, and, like, my wife works the next day. The kids should hopefully go to school the next day because they're already missing a couple of days of school. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm like, I'm going to do some laundry. I'm going to get the dogs. I'm going to go fucking back to yeah. bed. Deuces. <laughs> so, like, again, that's, that's you know, I'm, I'm in a fortunate position where 
Um, well, sort of. My my legs gonna be fucking destroyed. I bought walking sticks. Ooh. Yep. Like nice ones. Uh, yeah, yeah. I got walking sticks from uh, from Dick's yesterday that I got to f- figure out how to fit in the big suitcase because I think like might have to like put them at a forty five and lay them flat down, but they should fit. They don't come apart. Well, they they they're like collapsible, but I, I don't know if they're fully collapsible. So yeah, I got okay. I got to figure it out. But like I'm gonna be done. Yeah, like, I'm probably not gonna be able to walk for a week by the time I get home. Oh yeah, it's gonna, gonna be fucking be rough. Cooked. Yeah, but you know, we have like a whole special. Like, I got biofreeze. I got uh, Tylenol. I got Advil. I got all of my actual meds that I have for my fucking ankle. Like <laughs> that's gonna be its own medicine case right yep. there. And we're gonna have to have a little ritual and we're over there like biofreeze every night and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, that's one of the blessings about being married to a nurse. Yeah, is she brings a pharmacy. Yeah, so it's just like anything I've got. She's like, well, there you go. We uh, we're very big on that as well. Like I like having kids Tylenol in the yep. bag. I mean, I'm sure most people do when they have kids, but you know, I always I get a fresh bottle of Tylenol, so we know we're good. Same thing with ibuprofen. Um, we got band aids, and I mean, all the shit that you get with fucking little kids. Uh, you know, Neosporin, all that stuff. Yeah. I, I will say, though, and my, my wife brought this up because we we're talking about and we we're kind of stressing out about getting ready and stuff. And it, this is going to sound <laughs> borderline racist, but whatever. Um, you know, we're going to a country that we speak the language. Yep. People look like, like us. Yep. Like, if we have to go to the fucking, like, drugstore, it, it's not going to be an uncomfortable feeling. Like, Mex- if I was in Mexico and I had to go into town, and Grand Resort has a lot of this stuff, but right. like, let's say if I had to go into a drugstore in Mexico... I would feel uncomfortable. Yeah. I would go by myself. I wouldn't fucking take my family or my kids. Right. Like, if we all got to run to fucking Walmart in Scotland, we'll be all right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not going to be an issue. Yeah. Yep. And so. I know you're saying 100%. And and I think, you know, that kind of, depending on, and same thing, like, if you're vacationing within the U.S., like, if you go down to Florida, same thing. It's not a fucking problem, right? Right. But it's those international trips that, you know, you don't fully speak the language and shit. Like, it can be that that stuff is more of a stressor than it is, hey, quickly go run and take care of this. Yeah. So I will say like when we were in Costa Rica a couple of years ago, cause the wife was still pregnant uh-huh. with a little girl, she was having some sort of issue and we're like, oh, we're gonna have to go down to the urgent care. Oh wow. And, um, so we go down there uh-huh. and, uh, just, it was like an urgent care, you know, yeah. you walk in and there's one nurse there and a doctor and they're like, oh, come on in, you know, and they they speak decent English mm-hmm. and they completely check her out, do all the stuff. And, uh, they tell her, you know, it was just. She got too hot, you know, okay. or something like that. And so we're getting ready to leave, and I walk up to the little counter, you know, and I'm like, I hope they accept my insurance, yeah. you know, and all stuff. And she's, like, standing there looking at me. She's like, well, what's wrong with you? I'm like, well, I'm fine. I'm just trying to pay. Uh-huh. And she's like, you don't pay here. Yeah, the nationalized health care. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and she's just like, yeah, you're fine. I'm like, oh, like, no tip, no nothing? And she's like, no. I'm like, fucking sweet, you know, so... Costa Rica, you know, I give them credit. They pride themselves on their education, mm-hmm. especially like their medical education. Oh, I remember. That's why a lot of people travel there yeah. for work, you know, like teeth and. But even then, like Costa Rica could be different than Mexico. I felt yeah. totally safe everywhere we went in Costa yeah. Rica, both times I've been. Um, Costa Rica is a wonderful country. Yep. I fuck, my, my brother and sister in law are there right now. Oh, They're staying cool. at, the, at the Ryu at the one next to where we stayed. Oh, really? Yep. So the one the... that we. That my family originally went to the first time we went to yep. Costa Rica. So we were at what Rio Palace. Yeah, the Rio Palace. So they're just at the plain old Rio. The, the Rio Guanacaste. Rio. Uh, Rio. They had I fucking, call it Rio. They, they had an earthquake yesterday. Really? Yeah, I haven't talked to him. I don't know if he felt it, but Costa Rica had an earthquake. It was farther to like the southwest. Okay. It was like I think off the coast, but closer to San Jose than up in the northwest where we were. Huh. No oh, shit. I didn't hear about that. Yep. But yeah. it's about that time, I think, man. 
Yeah, we're getting there. I gotta bust out of here and get the boy. Yeah, you see the time on uh, the So yeah, I think everyone kind of has their own routine for vacations. Um, that just kind of works for you. And are you are you unpack right when you get home? Fuck no. Okay, no. Because I know some people that like they live out of their suitcase for like the next week. No, I won't. I, I won't that. say that. Pretty much everything in our suitcase will stay in the suitcase until I do laundry, yeah. which is typically like a you know within a day or two. But like. The second I get, and, and again, that's part of the reason why we do all the laundry before, like yep. everything squared away. So, yeah, room. yeah, you don't you don't have to do that. Um, but I'll do the laundry within a day or two. But like, you know, cameras, that shit that's packed, the books that we pack with, those fucking ain't coming out of the suitcase until a few Last. days until like, yep. hey, I need this book, and then I will grab it, <laughs> and I realize, oh shit, you know, man, his laptop's in here. So fuck, take out the laptop, that kind of shit. Yeah, our uh, our rule is you wheel the luggage straight into the laundry okay. because if you so when we get to where we're staying where do you unpack your clothes at like do you unpack your clothes or do you live out of the suitcase while you're on trip it depends uh, for this trip we'll be living on suitcases uh-huh because we're you're moving around so much yes so if you stay somewhere where you're going to be at one place for a week 100 percent, it gets unpacked in the drawers and, and where closet. do you throw your suitcase when you're unpacking typically um depending on where like um, our fucking cruise is gonna be sweet because there's a space under the bed for suitcases. But I mean, like while you're unpacking it. Oh, just throw it on the bed. Okay. Not allowed. I'll throw to do it on the bed and then take it out. I'm not allowed put... to do that. Why? Bed bugs. She thinks but that if... it's gonna get bed bugs. But if there's bed bugs, you're gonna get the bed bugs when you sleep on the bed. I've never stayed at a place where I thought touche oh, bed bugs. Touche. We but... stay at nice places, and she's like, no. So, but regardless, you'll get bed bugs. Is what I'm saying. Whether they get onto your suitcase or when you sleep, are you feeling I, like you got to convince me? No, because I've had this conversation. Okay, fair, fair. <laughs> yeah, no, she uh, she's convinced that we'll get bed bugs if we throw our su- suitcase up on the bed. But means, she'll sleep on the bed. Yep. Okay. And when we get home, the luggage has to go straight into the laundry. It can't go into the bedroom because what if the bed bugs were on the floor? And then the suitcase has to go down in the basement. Does she know how bed bugs work? I, she she dies, which is the upsetting part. Because I'm like, nothing what you're saying makes sense. And she knows. She'll tell you. She's like, yeah, I know. I'm crazy. Oh, fucking well. But this, this is how it's going to be. Yep. You know what you're getting into? We traveled <laughs> together before getting married, so it wasn't a surprise. So it's just, here you go. That's quirky. Yeah. So I'm really good at unpacking my suitcase that's open on the damn floor. And she hates unpacking everything and putting it away. Uh-huh. Like, I'll she have, would rather live out of the suitcase? Yep. Yeah. We could be somewhere for... Two weeks, and I'll have my shit hanging in the closet and put in drawers, and my the bathroom looks like yeah. I lived there for a year. Oh yeah, yep. And she's just in and out of the suitcase. Yeah, we're actually going to be kind of strategic about this because again, we don't want to haul in six fucking suitcases every time we go somewhere. Yeah. So we're like we have like each have our main hub, and then we're going to have a smaller carry on suitcase that has like a couple outfits each. Oh, there you go. And then so as we go places, we're going to rotate a couple outfits into this one suitcase so hopefully for the majority of the trip because the the, the 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 chunk of it will be in a car driving to towns the first couple of days in glasgow last couple of days in edinburgh they'll, they'll be fine but hopefully then we kind of just can just carry in one suitcase with us plus our backpacks like wherever we go yeah in theory that's what we're going to try to do yeah and then like before a, we leave distribution we'll, center yeah, suitcase before we leave we'll fucking redistribute exactly put laundry away put another couple more outfits in one suitcase and we'll see if that works so normally when you travel if you're going somewhere for just like a week mm-hmm. do you put clothes in your carry-on just in case your luke your luggage gets lost no 
Uh, well, if we're going somewhere with a week with just a carry-on suitcase, that we we rarely check luggage. Oh, really? We have to check luggage this time because yeah. we're bringing a couple of huge suitcases. We always check luggage, but no, we we never do. So our clothes are always just in our carry-on suitcase, and we'll have a backpack with us. Okay, and so my wife will be different. Manages to bring the largest suitcase <laughs> known to man. We didn't even have the big suitcases until this trip. We bought new luggage for oh, man yeah? and I, and we got two of the bigger suitcases with two of the the carry-ons. We've yeah. always just had the, the carry-on size luggage. So I have a hard, I can't. I have a hard time packing that. Uh, I think I just bring too much shit. Like I said, Amanda packs her stuff. I don't. She fucking folds it. And now that we have these these luggage packs, these cubes, like she has mm. like six pair of jeans in this one little cube that takes up a fraction of the size. How the fuck does that work? I don't fucking know, but it does. Okay. <laughs> Is it like the vacuum what, seal? Or? No, they're not in the vacuum seal ones. They're just like cubes that just keep your luggage contained. So like you roll your jeans up so they're not all big and wide and folded. Uh-huh. They're just rolled and so you can just fit a ton of jeans and... No shit. A fraction of the size. I should look into those being the overpacker that I am. And they keep it organized, too. And also, like, if you are living out of your suitcase, you open your suitcase, you grab your jeans pack. Yeah. So you're not digging through clothes, everything else. Like everything yeah, right. has, like, it's home, and you just grab that cube. You pull your cube out, get the shirt out that you need or fucking pants out that you need, and there you go. I miss Steve. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was very good mute timing. Ah, huh? Thank you. Well done. I'm glad it's in front of me. All right, well, well just, I'm late to go pick him up. Yep. So. And it's it's spring break whenever you listen to this, so hopefully a lot of our listeners are taking a trip and yep. having fun, and hopefully they can resonate with uh, with what we just talked about because they either just experienced it or are about to experience it. If you're taking a road trip, this is a good show to listen to. It's fun for the whole family. Yeah, it was a pretty family-safe episode today, too. Yeah. Not bad. Especially all the fuck Nazi jokes. <laughs> all right, everybody, take care. Have a safe spring break if you're going somewhere. If not, go state. Hopefully, uh, we're still playing by the time you listen to this. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Hmm. Our uh, our Patreon thing that we want to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should. If we could have instituted it this month, it would have been smart to call it Merch Madness. That picked up a thousand percent. I can't believe you just did that. <laughs> I don't think so. I can't believe no, you just did motherfucker. That. I was talking about merch madness. There's no way I was toots magoots <laughs> in the middle of that plug. I can't believe you just did that. Shut up. All right, everybody. Yeah. Take yeah. care. Hey, have fun on your trip. Have fun on your trip. Thank you. I'm excited to hear about it. Uh, you'll, I'm sure pictures will be on Facebook. I hope so, because you're going to have a lot to tell. Yes. Let me tell you about my trip right now. I laid by the pool and I got intoxicated. Perfect. Cool. So I want to hear about yours. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. All right. See you, buddy. See ya.